So before we jump into this episode, if you are looking to get rid of some unwanted body fat, tighten that stomach, flatten those abs, and all that great stuff while boosting your confidence, while boosting your energy, your self-esteem, and just overall feeling your absolute best, we want you to send us a message on Instagram with the keyword tight tummy. We do have five discounted spots ready to get you some incredible results over the next 90 days, get you ready for summer that's coming up, any trips, any vacations, and just overall have you feeling better day by day through that confidence. And once again, that self-esteem boost and just feeling the way that you should feel and the way that you deserve. So send us that message, tight tummy. We have five discounted spots now into the episode. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. As always, I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And you know how we do. We got an incredible episode planned for you today. Bangers only. So we're just going to go ahead and kick this off with Kyle's quote. What do you got? So this week, my quote is... uh, Uh, something that uh, hits me pretty deeply and it is a good walk in the morning, a good day of meaningful work, a good workout session, a good conversation with a friend, a good time with family, a good night of sleep, a good life is pretty simple. So I have shared this before, but you know, when I was looking through our Instagram, it just brought me back because I'm just trying to live a good life. I know every single person here is looking to live a good life as well, or I guess you could say a great life. And that checklist is just pretty simple. And it's really cool because when you focus on one thing one by one, okay, good uh, walk in the morning, checked off good day of work, checked off. And we don't have to overcomplicate it. My quotes always come back to not overcomplicating things. And I feel like when things aren't overcomplicated, you can just consistently do it and uh, everything flows. So that's going to be my quote for this week. Sometimes doing things simply is uh, the hardest way to go about it. Even fitness, when it comes down to it, it is very simple. It's when you complicate it that it becomes a lot harder. But to do things elegantly and simply well is where more challenge comes in. That's where experience can go a long way. And even for us with our coaching program, we really looked at every component of fitness, accountability, vision, planning, nutrition, training. And we've really tried to simplify in a way that works, that's sustainable, that makes sense. Because at the end of the day, it's the information overload, the what do I need to be doing in the gym? What should I be eating? What's bad? What's good? How many calories? Bulk? Cut? It can be extraordinarily overwhelming. And I love that Kyle even said life can be overwhelming in that sense. It can be really tough. And this bridges perfectly into my quote, as most of our quotes tend to do. Because my quote is from Charlie Munger, and it's that greed isn't what drives the world. Instead, it's envy. So as Kyle's quote was about a simple life and appreciating the little moments, going on a walk with a friend, having a great meal, crushing a good workout, this quote really hit me because I'm adding on to this quote here with something else I saw, which was that our lives are objectively the best humanity has ever had, yet complaining and dissatisfaction is as high as ever. Humans don't want their lives to be better. They just want them to be better than their neighbors. This really made me think because if you think about any given day, you could have whatever you want. You could have an incredible food from all around the world. I'm reading a really cool book right now that I highly recommend. I'll talk about it a little bit later, but it's called The Fish That Ate the Whale. And just how much work went into exporting bananas to America and making sure they were there on time before they spoiled. Now we can go to the grocery store, we can get fruit from all around the world. We can get cuisine from any nation, any continent. It's absolutely incredible. We have gyms, we have amazing cars that can do things we never thought. But at the end of the day, it's so easy to scroll on Instagram and go, oh, I wish I was as attractive as this person, or I wish I had this yacht, or I was in this country. It can be so tempting. And the more we're looking at what other people are doing and the less we're focused on ourselves, the more 
where we're hurting ourselves and really just shooting ourselves in the foot of our own journey. Another quote I added on to this is that comparison is truly a thief of joy. And if you're spending a lot of your time looking at other people, wishing you had someone else's physique, someone else's results, someone else's strength, you're really hindering your own progress because at the end of the day, it sounds cliche, but it is you versus you. And when you can identify your situation, your patterns, that can go a long way. So some things I recommend to do that are limiting social media time. If that's something you find is difficult for you and you find yourself comparing and getting down and just being dissatisfied with where you are in life, spend some less time doing that, but fill it with a positive instead of just letting there be a void of space. So fill it with learning, research, uh, listening to podcasts like this, watching informational YouTube videos, planning how you want to level up your life in the direction you want to go. And just looking at it from that way and really just visualizing your own journey, your own progress, being focused on you is just such an incredible way to level up. So that is my quote today. Yeah. And I love that because it brings me into something I actually shared on the Instagram, uh, on our Instagram story the other day. And I started doing a little bit of meditation that was guided through focusing on gratitude. You can see in the back, got a nice little sign that I just bought recently that says gratitude. And basically the, um, learning was just talking more about how many things that we take for granted. And, you know, when I do my typical gratitude sessions and when I think of the things that I'm very grateful for, it's typically the things, you know, such as you awesome people, such as having a fit body, such as just being healthy, you know, just a lot of family things, a lot of relationship things. But when they were talking about the simple act of our voice being available at all times, always being there, the amount of things like when you start to focus on your feet, every single day, your feet are always there for you. Your hands are always there for you. And I sat there for a few minutes thinking, man, I have never thought about the fact that my hands are there to pick up this coffee mug here, to help me lift weights, to help me open doors. And it's pretty cool because I know Josh was talking a little bit about the things that you can be grateful for, but this is something that I've been listening to every single day for the past week and a half or so. And it's just really got me thinking now when I start to go for a walk, instead of just being grateful for the stuff around me, which I'm usually grateful for, I'm like, man, my legs are getting me somewhere. They're, they're not failing me. They're doing some great things and it just it's pretty powerful when you think of it um, from that perspective so something that I also want to just uh, add on today incredibly well said and one thing that's been on my mind as well is just I've really been enjoying reading I've been trying to really challenge myself this year obviously we're in February now which is phenomenal but I spent some time reflecting on my last year doing like a little year in review planning what I want to achieve in this year and I thought I really challenging goal that's going to build me up and it's going to pay off it's to do 52 books in one year which is a challenge i wanted to make sure i'm just not rushing through books and i'm reading things that challenge me and help me grow so what i'll be doing personally is i'll be doing four non-fiction one fiction because i haven't actually read probably more than one or two fiction books in the last 10 years i've done a lot of research a lot of study but i also want to explore some great stories because i personally enjoy some storytelling so if you have great book suggestions whether it be fiction or non-fiction please hit me up with it because i'm definitely on on the lookout. I've been making some really big lists and the books I haven't been as excited to read, one hack I personally enjoyed that I recommend to most people is reading summaries of books. Because if there's one that you think might be a little repetitive or you started it and it's not there, going to a summary can be a good solution because you can get a lot of the information. Even Alex Ramosi mentioned how in his opinion, it's better you read a book that is really powerful and valuable five times than read five new books. Because 
a lot of new books and one thing I've had to agree, I've struggled with a lot of the stuff that's come out recently because usually the author is peddling an agenda or it's so one dimensional and they're trying to niche down on a niche that's already been niched down from 10 years ago and it can just be so repetitive and challenging but there's so many books out there that can truly change your life. If you think about it too, even one accolade we're really, really proud of is we, we crushed 150,000 subscribers on YouTube which is phenomenal and it's just something we wanna say thank you to everyone for. Even if you haven't seen our YouTube video and you're supporting our podcast, definitely go check it out. There's just tons of content there and it's something we're really proud of but I was inspired to make this YouTube and to make this podcast and to be an online coach and help other people from the books I've read. So if there's a book that's been really impactful for you, even like How to Win Friends and Influence People was Hermosi's example. He said, if you read that five times and made that a part of your DNA, you would be an unstoppable force. Like that would help you just evolve and be the best version of you. So it's not so much that I'm looking to just rush through a ton of books, but I've really just been loving learning. I've been enjoying reading just a bunch of different areas. And the reason I'm bringing this all up is there was a summary I really liked and a few takeaways I thought everyone would enjoy. So I'm gonna go ahead and share those here. So the first was that when we cross two intersecting ideas, our brains engage is what is known as pattern recognition, which rewards the brain with more dopamine. This means that the more you follow your curiosity, the more dopamine you get. This is the path to mastery. So I thought this was awesome because when I started fitness and all those of you who are wanting to be fitter, healthier, and happier, if you're wanting to learn what's important, what's nonsense, the one thing I love was learning something, then challenging that, continuing to research that topic and see what was repeated. And then when I'd see something said like five times, I'd go, okay, I can put more stock in this. And when there's something being constantly said, there's a chance it's important. There's a reason you hear us say things a lot as well, and that's why you should be listening to it. We mentioned the importance of logging, of having a self-care practice, of goal setting. These things are the small things that can really accelerate a journey, but it's so easy, as we always mention, to get caught up on waist trainers and special supplements and diet pills and all these things that don't work because they're more attractive, they're short-term fixes. Instead, you can be actually rewarded by being curious and learning and studying different components of something and seeing how they intersect to actually learn and develop in your journey. So those are a few thoughts uh, from my reading and learning this week. What do you got, Kyle? Yeah, and what was honestly really cool is you will notice when Josh said that he's gonna read 52 books this year, he had a strategy. He has things in place that he's going to do and he's gonna execute on it. And I just, it got me thinking because I feel like a lot of people set some pretty audacious, scary, big goals, but they don't really know how they're gonna get it. So for example, he's gonna read this many pages per day. Even I've been seeing him just absolutely crush the reading and you know, even just maybe, for example, we're actually doing a challenge trying to get the screen time down. That's one thing that I feel like I'm really horrible at. Um, Josh has been challenging me with that and um, it's just been really cool because now instead where I'd usually go on Instagram, I logged out of my personal Instagram, I've been picking up my book and I've been reading a lot more. Even last night, I just did about 90 minutes and it felt incredible, but where a lot of people struggle is they say, hey, I'm gonna lose this much weight, I'm gonna read this many books, I'm gonna do this much cardio, but then they don't have an action plan. So to get best results, you have to have these things in place. You know, maybe I'm gonna do 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes at night, like whatever that is. And it just got me thinking because one of our awesome clients in our coaching group was asking about building that habit and kind of how to do it. But you just have to, get that set in place and know exactly when you're gonna do it. Because for the most part, the last thing a lot of people are gonna to wanna to do is just pick up that book when there's so many different things, where there's Netflix, where there's YouTube, where there's other things. So I would say that's one of the biggest um, things as well. But 
last thing I want to talk about was, once again, 150,000 subscribers means a lot. I'm so freaking pumped and I'm really excited for our this podcast channel to grow and do some incredible things over the years. But two main lessons learned that really stood out to me about just how we've been able to do it. Um, I can relate this back to the fitness journey. And number one is you have to have a deeper purpose. So similar to fitness and everything like that. I feel like a lot of people just want to lose weight just to maybe look good on a beach, but then when it gets tough, there's not a deeper purpose, right? You have to have a deep why and relating it back to what we've done on YouTube, we had a deep purpose. When we started, our mission was clear. No matter how many views we got, no matter the zero dollars that came in for a few years, we wanted to help more people. And that's what brings us to be where we are nine years later. And I just wanna share that because I know a lot of people are looking to create content, looking to just do some better things online and even just in their fitness journey, but they really struggle with this. And the second thing is you have to have the ability to push through during tough times. And once again, I can relate to this to the fitness journey because it's so easy just to get caught up the obstacle comes up, you know, for example, there'd be times where our video couldn't go up or we were getting no views or just, we had so many struggles. Like I wish I could explain to you guys like back then, seven, eight years ago, like all the things that took place. And it was like, we kept pushing and similar to your finish journey, when you have that setback, whether it's an injury, whether you just maybe are hitting a plateau or whatever it is, instead of just retreating, keep pushing and you're going to accomplish some great things. So I just wanted to relate that um, because that's been on the top of my head lately. Incredibly well said. And if you want to keep up with us, we made a little post celebrating 150,000. If you want to see the books I'm reading, I'm going to just do a quick review and a summary of whether I liked it, what you can take from it, and kind of see my progress there. Make sure you are following us on Instagram. Our Instagram is at ColossusFit, C O L O S S U S F I T. What's awesome is the podcast also now on video. So if you're watching on video, you can see us, which is really cool. And we're going to be able to bring more visuals into this because it's hard to just fully talk and have no visuals, have no ability to comment or anything like that. So those of you who are dropping YouTube comments like crazy, you are the MVPs. We read every single one, especially when we put the little keywords on the screen, just like this one. Make sure to comment this down below to be eligible for a prize. We really appreciate that because it's awesome to hear feedback, to hear people mentioning what they liked, what was really transformative from the podcast. So I think that's absolutely incredible. And you can keep up with us through the week. We, once again, our whole thing is to just over-promise, over-deliver, give a ton of value, help everyone be the best, fittest, healthiest, and happiest version of themselves. And we're always posting things that are going to aid to that. So we want to be a positive force for you in your social media journey. So make sure you're following us everywhere you can, YouTube for the podcast, following us on Instagram. We're also always running giveaways. So definitely be sure to check that out. And we just want to go ahead and the next thing we want to do is shout out a client who has absolutely been killing it. So yeah, this week we have Annie who worked with coach Krista and did some incredible things, losing over 20 pounds in 90 days. And as always, we like to share a couple of our top tips and I'm just going to jump into the first thing, something that we actually talked about last week about just getting your workouts in in the morning and everything like that. But her top tip was get your workouts done in the morning before work. Skipping a workout because you are too tired or hungry is all too easy after a day of work. And as well, number two, I really liked, she said, planning your week out for your workouts slash cardio, especially if you know you'll have dinner plans or special events that week. So amazing job, Annie. And uh, you know, right now we are running a really cool promotion for five awesome people who are looking to get a tight tummy. If you're looking to lose at least 20 pounds of body fat, flatten that stomach and just get the results you deserve, send us a message on Instagram with the keyword tight tummy. There are so many fad diets out there. A lot of people in 
unfortunately lose weight. They put it back on because they don't have a just proper approach. They restrict of diet. They do all these fad things. And we want you to get results, not just for the next 90 days, but for the rest of your life. So send us a message. We're looking to do an amazing test group, get you set for summer, get you set for the rest of your life. Send us that message. We'll help you with your nutrition, your training, your cardio. Take all the guesswork out of the process so you can succeed once again for the rest of your life. Send us that message, take tummy, and we'll take care of you. Okay, now we're gonna go ahead and jump into our mailbag. It appears the mailman just dropped off three killer questions. So we're gonna go ahead and jump into the first, and this one that's been really dear to my heart. So I'm gonna go ahead and read that out. So I find that I constantly get tired during the day. My energy goes in waves and I'm not sure what to do. I really find I tend to crash around that 3 p.m. mark. Any tips to naturally increase my energy levels? So I've loved this because even being in Florida, it's just amazing. One of my clients, he, he said to me, shout out to Jeremy, it was so funny. He was mentioning, it was, I can't remember what it was, it was December, it was really warm, it was nice. And he said uh, that someone said they never believed in seasonal depression until they went outside, it was 70 degrees in the winter and it felt like they popped a molly. And that really gave me a good laugh because being in the sun, being in summer, it's just amazing how energizing it can be. And I know as someone who's naturally normally in the cold in the winter, how much of a challenge it can be to stay motivated more than ever. And just in, even with the sun, there's that hump in the day where you can kind of sometimes feel it, the end of the work day where your food starts to wear off maybe your coffee starting to wear off as, as well it can be a little bit of a challenge but there is a lot of things you can do and that's something i've really focused on myself because i've wanted to feel as energized as i can i want to enjoy every second of my day i don't want to have some weird crash i don't want to feel spilt over so my biggest tips off the hop the first thing i love is getting outside well First thing, more than anything, as you know, is getting up at a great time. Getting up at a consistent time, going to bed at a consistent time in a really dark room, maximizing the quality of that sleep, that is the hidden secret that's gonna give you more energy during the day. I don't care if you say you're completely fine with four hours of sleep, the more high quality sleep you can get, the more energized and charged you will feel for the day. There is a tipping point for that. I'm not saying sleep 12 hours, every person's different, but I would definitely say to aim for at least seven to nine hours of sleep, be somewhere in there, see where you feel best. I feel really optimal seven and a half so that's something i'm comfortable doing i like getting up a little bit earlier because i like to get up for the sunrise i think there's something special about walking outside when you're tired it's dark it's quiet then you start to see that sun come up you start to see people going to work you get to see other people walking their dogs and that's something i've really enjoyed and science has showed that actually being able to experience that sunrise is going to help with your internal clock it's going to wake you up it's going to get hormones going it's going to get you feeling great so that is one thing i highly highly recommend to start the day past that another thing i've been doing in a change we've actually made actively to experiment with is putting off coffee for about an hour normally i would have my coffee within 30 minutes but it appears more and more studies are coming out that if you have coffee too early, you're kind of messing with your body's natural hormonal regulation of waking up, of getting through the day, and you're kind of pre-spiking that uh, with all the benefits that are in caffeine, and that can cause you to have that crash a little bit later in the day. And I've actually felt a lot better putting this off for about an hour, getting a good amount of hydration and water in beforehand. So that has been one thing I've actively been doing to help myself feel way better. Another big tip I have is limiting massive meals. By having smaller meals, we talked about this on Thursday, even in the blue zones, the areas of the world where people live the longest with the best health, most of them have been shown to eat till they're only about 80% full. If you're having meals where you constantly feel spilt over, you feel overbloated, you're stuffed, that's gonna make you feel lethargic 
strategic digestion is actually a really heavy process on the body. So you want to be aware of that and spread things out intelligently and eat to a reasonable level because that's a really good way. We've all been there Thanksgiving. We're sprawled out like a turkey ourselves, like, you know, just whatever, just ready to sleep at like 2 p.m. or something like that. And you don't want that in your day to day. You want to feel light. You want to feel limber. So you do want to minimize how much you are stuffing yourself. My other biggest tip is to go ahead and utilize activity. More often than not, we think we'll feel better sitting down, scrolling Instagram, watching TV, but science has shown this isn't effective. Our brain is actually actively engaged, especially during TV. It doesn't really allow us to click off. Whereas if we go outside, we have a nice big walk. That is my personal favorite thing. I love doing that around 2, 3 p.m. Normally that time where I really feel the effects of the day. Charges me up, makes me feel great. Here I've had the opportunity to do one better than that, play volleyball. And you think it would kill me playing two, three hours of volleyball in the sun, but I feel more energized and excited than ever by doing something active, doing something fun. And you may say, I don't have time for those things. Even if it's a few laps around the office, that can make a world of difference. Standing up a bit. If you're at home, having the opportunity to just go for a nice warm shower and let yourself reset. I've also felt like I really charge up and I rest my mind a lot better when I read. It's quiet. It's a calm task and I feel really ready to get up and get my oomph after. But more than anything, else my biggest tip is inject little walks in your day as I mentioned before this is just like my secret because there's never been a time of went on a walk and not felt more energetic more excited more refreshed so I would definitely recommend that it's tough when it's cold maybe it's raining but just you know embrace that don't let those things be obstacles in your obstacles in your life start using an umbrella start dressing for the occasion you can constantly enjoy the fresh air being outside and I know Kyle has a ton of incredible tips but those are my biggest ones man those were those were fire comment down below give some fire emojis for coach Josh. That was incredible. And, uh, honestly, a, a lot of things that he had said, I mean, I've just been really focused on. And even just for every single one of our clients, we have a spreadsheet that has our energy levels and each day I've been filling out the spreadsheet. I know coach Josh has as well. And I've just been putting energetic, 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 and it's felt great. Of course, a little bit of a cheat code here, but I've been focused on this for so many years of just like, how can I get like, for me personally, energy is number one. If you're just constantly feeling drained, constantly feeling tired, it's time to make that change. It's time to look at yourself in the mirror and say, what's working and what's not. And Aside from what Josh said, because those were absolutely incredible things, I really recommend, um, it's actually pretty fun. I've been doing uh, journaling now. I've been doing it every single day. My goal is to do it for the next month from February 1st onwards. And when I started filming my YouTube video, which you guys will be seeing soon, my goal is just to journal every day. And that's where a lot of people struggle is they, they, they don't, they're not in touch with what's going on, with how they're feeling and everything like that. So make a list. What makes you feel energized? What makes you feel great? And what doesn't? problem solved. And once again, some people will say, okay, cool, I'll do it. And they'll never do it. But I'll give you a few examples. I notice if I lay in bed in the morning for an extra 20 minutes or whatever it is, that alone, energy drops. No matter what I do, even if I go on my walk, even if I meditate, I'm going to feel crappy. If I don't go for my afternoon walk when I'm starting to feel a little bit lazy and I go for a nap, I'm actually going to also feel worse. I notice that when I start to nap a little bit, I feel more tired. Okay, cool. I'm going to cut that out. I'm going to go for that walk. Like Josh said, I've been going for three to five walks a day. And anytime that, and once again, nothing crazy, but you know, anywhere between 15 and 25 minutes, which has been incredible. And I just feel my energy rising. So the biggest thing is pay attention to what makes you feel great. Pay attention to what makes you not feel so great. Um, simply just getting enough sleep. Like Josh said, eating a balanced diet. The biggest thing to just drain your energy is if you're stopping at lunch and you're having Kentucky fried chicken and all this grease and all this nonsense and you're filling up on this just 
garbage, I guess you could say, versus just having a healthy, balanced food, um, just a day of eating with good veggies, with some good lean proteins, with the right amount of calories. That's another thing is if you're always overeating, that's going to drain your energy. Your body's going to have to constantly just work to getting rid of all that stuff. And then like Josh said, taking some short breaks, stretching, walking, implementing these anywhere between five and 15 minutes per day will go such a long way. So that's all I have for gaining that energy. Yeah, it's, it, it's that simple. Ask yourself what drains you. And a lot of things from the day before will impact this as well. If you're out partying late in the night, having a ton of drinks, you're probably going to feel pretty bad the next day. Same if you're having caffeine way late in the day or having way too much caffeine or if you're not managing your stress from the day previous or you didn't prepare for that upcoming day, these are all gonna hinder you and drag you down. And my one final tip I wanna share with everyone is have a goal, have a purpose with that day. I love closing out each day saying, I did something today to help me become a better version of myself. Whatever that is, whether it's me being more in tune with my friends, or my family, I had a great day with them, that's still a win. Or it's a day where I did a ton of work, that's awesome as well. Or it's a day where I just celebrated being fit and healthy and I played a ton of volleyball, I went to the gym, I can appreciate that just the same but have some things to get done in the day there's nothing necessarily wrong with having a wide open day but it's always good to have some objectives knock off a few things even Sunday I like to relax a little bit more but I still like to just start by doing a few of my normal things like reading some journaling going on my walk and I find that just allows me to relax and feel better and be more rested during that day so that was an awesome question and we really hope that helped you out now we're gonna jump into number two which is I'm starting to think about getting fit for a trip coming up and really want to have a flat stomach any tips or tricks to make this happen so I love this question especially for myself traveling it's essential in my opinion to have a six-pack it'll save a ton on laundry so what 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 can they do to make that happen that was great I was not expecting that one that's not in the notes here but we got to roll with it so um yeah I was like oh he's got he wants to look good on the beach but I guess saving on laundry no that was awesome so First of all, I want to start about what not to do. And the reason I'm saying this is because a lot of people are starting to think about these things. They're starting to just want to tighten up a little bit, whatever vacation. I've got a lot of clients, you know, saying, Hey, I've got this planned. It's, it's something to look forward to. I think at the start of the year, you start to plan your year out. Oh, cool. March, I'm going to this place. So long story short is we need to avoid the nonsense. That's going to be my first biggest tip. And that's going to be the fad diets, the crash diets, the things that promise you to lose 20 pounds in 20 days, the the detox teas, all the nonsense, the the waist trainers, you know, here in Florida, we're seeing a ton of that stuff. I'm like, that's not doing anything for you. They probably have a discount code. Even a lot of these fat burners, they're all trying to make a buck off of you. So first of all, stop wasting your time with that. But the biggest thing is none of it is rocket science. I'm going to start with just having a calorie deficit, eating the right amount of calories that's going to allow you to be in a slight deficit. And even another tip that I forgot to mention for the energy levels is if you're trying to tighten up your stomach if you're trying to do these things and you're just not consuming enough of the right calories if you're in way too big of a deficit which is what a lot of people do your energy is going to be low so that's why once again for our training for our coaching we pick the optimal range for you the right amount of calories that's going to help you still crush the gym still be able to do your cardio still be able to live life still be able to go do these amazing things and also tighten your stomach so between the nutrition side of things even the strength training has been proven to increase your metabolism to help you burn more calories over time it's something a lot of people mistake make a mistake on because they just go to do cardio and that is a great way to help increase your calorie expenditure and help you be in a calorie deficit but strength training mixed with cardio mixed with all the amazing things that we've been talking about recently such as sleep such as stress management which once again will help you through energy levels um it all pieced together will do some incredible things you have to make sure that you're optimizing each one of them and focused on it and honestly as you're losing let's say anywhere between 
I'd say one to two pounds per week is a good amount depending on your body weight. As you keep going with it, that's gonna be my last tip. A lot of people do one to two weeks and then just stop and not really care and just fall off as I've been mentioning before. Um, but yeah, just keep going with it. You will get some incredible results. You just have to stay the course. And if you are looking to get that extra guidance, send us a message with the keyword tight tummy and we will take care of you. Yeah. yeah, to get a truly like tight tummy, get good abs, to see a big change in your body fat, you have to really listen to what Kyle said because there are no short, quick fixes that are just going to make your stomach look great just like that. That's the unfortunate truth. And putting in the work, doing it intelligently can allow you to enjoy that trip, have incredible results, and feel amazing as well. But in terms of if you're like almost there and you just want to reduce like I guess bloating of your stomach or make your stomach look as presentable as you can for being on the beach. I know it's always a big thing being around people in a swimsuit, a bikini, whatever it is, it can always be a bit of a challenge. A good thing to be aware of is your own personal digestive situation. So let's say you're lactose intolerant. If you're lactose intolerant, you should definitely minimize or not have any lactose on that trip because that's going to bloat you a lot more than it would other people. Other things are bloating as well, such as alcohol, sparkling beverages, any foods that are also inflammatory can also cause more bloat so you can manipulate this especially if you're already a moderately lean person but in my opinion i'd rather not worry about all these nitty-gritty nonsense i'd rather live my life have what i want to have make it fit within my calories enjoy that trip and look fantastic and that's what we really work to do is not to have you just do these little things where you have to diet super hard for a vacay be miserable on the vacay just so you feel like you look good enough uh, that's not what you want to be doing at all instead you should be saying hey, I'm in a process, I'm seeing results, I'm challenging myself, I'm learning how to eat healthy, but also have the foods I love and still be able to go out and be social, but make progress. I'm on a great training regimen that can be adjusted. We love making routines for our clients when they're traveling, if they have equipment, if they're in a hotel gym, you know, we're on your side to guide you through any of these situations to make sure you get prepped to be the best possible position you can for that event so once again if you want to take advantage of this go ahead and dm us tight tummy these will go quick and you are worth it and if you want to see incredible change build your best physique in 2023 please dm us that because we cannot wait to help you out question number three the final question for today is is it okay to work out on an empty stomach so this is one we get a lot it's a nice and simple question i know a lot of people have really built this up as being important doing fasted cardio hugh jackman for wolverine i believe he was big on this and that kind of got everyone all hyped on it and everyone wanted to look shredded like him and do this as if it was a solution so you can absolutely work out on an empty stomach there's nothing wrong with it and some people do better with it i have no problem with it as long as you're someone who can benefit with from it if it hurts your workout you have less focus you feel like you get more hungry and you can't focus on your lifts you're getting more tired or worse you're dehydrated and your head's hurting you're getting spikes you're getting rocked you don't want to do that whatsoever it's really important you eat some people don't like food because they'll have food before it'll make them queasy maybe they get up at six and they're in the gym by 6 10 maybe you don't need food you can evaluate that and you can also have food the day before that your body will still be digesting and able to use for that workout but if you are working out on empty stomach it's really important you don't forget about this guy hto that is the biggest thing you need to focus on because being dehydrated and having no macronutrients for your body to use especially if you haven't had food for 12 plus hours that is a recipe for disaster you're not gonna be able to lift heavy you're not gonna be able to push yourself you're gonna get lightheaded you're gonna get headaches and maybe you're listening to this and you're like "Ooh, is that why i get lightheaded and headaches yes it's a mixture of food and water those are the two biggest things you can do that will pay off quite a lot in my opinion i would still have something small i get some quick carbs in something you can use like a banana there's nothing wrong because 
once again, science has come out. There's not a huge advantage, really, if any, to just working out fasted. There's, they've done a lot of studies, and ultimately it comes down to calories in, calories out. And these little minuscule details don't actually, like there's not some extra thermo fat burning effect from being fasted. I know people like to build it up. If you're doing intermittent fasting, that's a different story as well. Maybe that works better and is more sustainable to your lifestyle. That's more so where you receive the benefit. But it all comes down to your schedule, your situation, and once again, I'm okay with some of my clients doing this. There's some I say absolutely avoid this. You should have food instead. So that's my opinion there. What do you got to say, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah. And like Josh nailed it on the head there. And just a question to get you thinking about overall fitness and just everything that you're doing is ask yourself, what's the purpose of doing this? Like Josh said, if you wake up at six and you got to be in the gym at six ten, and that's what works best, totally cool. But if you're someone who just ends up doing it because you think that you're going to be burning more calories and because... this random study or this random Instagram page says that you're going to end up losing more belly fat, start to question that. Like one of the greatest things that, and Josh shared this with me recently is question everything. And I truly believe that's how you're going to be unstoppable. That's how you're going to be able to just start to realize, oh man, like maybe this isn't the right thing. And uh, yeah, just when it comes down to it, it's just more so a matter of like personal preference. But for me personally, I don't believe there are really any benefits for myself. We work out at 930. I like feeling full. And if you're someone who ends up strength training and you end up having to cut your squat short and you can't stay in the gym as long and your strength is going down and you're burning less calories because of it, but because you fasted, like it just, it doesn't make sense. So it's really important to start thinking about that um, because yeah, some people will do that. Their energy's low. Once again, yeah, when it comes down to the energy question, a lot of us is really relating back to it and they're not paying attention to these things. They just saw an article that says fasted cardio is the best. They're doing it and they're wondering why they're halfway through the workout and can't even push through and they're starting to get lightheaded. So biggest moral of the story is focus on these things, pay attention, question it, and you'll get some incredible results. And that's all I have to say for that one. And so thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Your support means the world. If you could share this episode with a friend who needs to learn a little bit more about fitness and just, it'll honestly help us, but also help them as well. Just make sure to share that. Smash the like button if you're watching this on YouTube and uh, we appreciate you more than you know. Once again, tight tummy, send us a message on Instagram. We will take care of you. We'll get you the results that you deserve, not just for the next 90 days, but for the rest of your life. And we're so excited to hear from you. Peace and love always.